Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening from wherever you're listening. My name is James, and welcome to the Final Push Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the thing I get asked about most, the one problem that clients always report back in on as being their biggest challenge in the week, and that is motivation. I think we can all empathize with the idea that motivation kind of comes and goes, and we find that it's so hard to actually rely on it. Like, where do we get the motivation to be able to do all the things that we want to do? We have these grand plans, these ideas that we think we really need to execute, and yet the moment we actually need to take the action on them, the moment we actually need to do anything with those plans, the motivation disappears, and we're left on our own. And it's really, really disheartening, because we can have all these amazing thoughts and dreams and ideas, but it seems like they're never going to be able to come to fruition. Now, I see three main problems with motivation, and we're going to talk through how to solve each and every one of them today on this podcast. But if you do need any more advice at the end of it, please don't hesitate to reach out. Drop me a DM saying motivation, and we will make sure you get on a call to sort out your challenges and your personal issues with getting motivated. So the first of our problems is that motivation is incredibly fleeting. It will leave as quickly as it arrives. It's not going to hang around it therefore cannot be relied upon to determine the actions that we're going to take one minute you might be incredibly motivated to do something the very next second that motivation will have disappeared now our main solution to this is to create habits that last a lifetime that we can fall back on because habits are so much longer lasting than motivation they happen subconsciously after a time of practicing them and they just tick over even when the motivation to do so has long since left the challenge that you're going to encounter when it comes to creating these habits is that often we try and go way too big with them and we try and do everything all at once we think about the maximum so we might maybe want to go to the gym a little bit more often and so we think we're going to have to go five times a week and we give it this big like oh I'm going to go in for an amazing session as opposed to thinking about the bare minimum which might just be getting your shoes on and going for a walk and walking past the gym at the time that you think you'd like to go. Remember to take things one thing at a time don't overcomplicate it keep it nice and chill. The next thing the pro- or the next problem that we're going to talk about in terms of motivation is that motivation is an incredibly weak force. It's rather pathetic actually. We can get distracted from our motivation in a heartbeat. It will fly off the handle as soon as something larger comes into our lives. And I think this is something we can all say we've experienced from time to time. Maybe we have motivation to stop smoking and you find yourself at the pub watching a f- a final of some sporting game that you've wanted to do and you just think, fuck it, do I have to stop smoking now? Now, distractions are going to come into our life uh, in all shapes and sizes, but our resilience is what determines our actions. We need to learn to live with those distractions. Practice with the small ones rather than building up to the big ones. So for example, if you're trying to include more vegetables in your diet and you find yourself at a work conference that has an all-you-can-eat-but-strictly-beige buffet, it's not going to be very simple for you to go out to Tesco's and find yourself a bag of spinach so that you can include that with the buffet. But if you spent every single day of the last three months practicing against the little distractions, like ordering a side of veg every time that you go out for food, or adding vegetables into every takeaway that you have with your family, you'll find that the big distractions take much less energy to fight back against. Ergo, we don't need as much motivation for it, which means we're much more likely to be successful in the long term, which let's be honest, that's the only thing we care about here. It's just that long term success. The third and possibly the 
biggest challenge with motivation is that motivation is feeling dependent, okay? It's about emotion and how we're kind of sitting in that very moment in time. Our motivation to do something is entirely dependent on how we're feeling, and it's not a matter of making a decision to do something and finding that motivation follows us throughout our entire day. Our motivation to get fit, to change our body composition or improve our diet will vary wildly day to day. If you've had a bad day, Your motivation to lose weight might be overpowered by your motivation to improve your mood. If you've had a day where you feel like you haven't stopped and you're just busy beyond belief, then your motivation to entertain yourself and give yourself some me time will be significantly stronger than our motivation to sit down and read that self-improvement book that's been sitting on our shelves for longer than we care to imagine. Now, the solution to this is to find a way of validating and soothing those emotions and understanding that you can control your behaviors and your thoughts, but you can't control your feelings and your physical responses. For example, if someone annoys you at work, you might feel angry, irritated, your heartbeat might rise, and you might get a little hot under the collar. These are all things that are happening to you that you can't control. But what you can control is your thoughts. You can soothe yourself and remind yourself that their intent probably wasn't to annoy you. And that you don't have to send that mass email out to all of your colleagues reminding people that the next person to bother you whilst you're in a meeting is going to be stapled to your door by their ears. You can practice this by creating space between an event and your response. Now, one of the best examples of this is if you have an emotional response to stress or when you get upset, you turn to food. Making that food less accessible can be the key factor in providing you with the space and time to decide if your behavior is something that you actually want, that you're making a conscious decision to do, or whether it's something that you're acting in response to your feelings. And we can also practice pre-commitment, which is the practice of small acts that will reduce the barriers to difficult tasks in our future, such as laying out our gym clothes and packing our work bag the night before we intend to hit the gym early in the morning. By doing this, we can reduce the amount of necessary motivation required in any given situation. And that means it's going to be less of a battle when we actually come up against it. Now, those are my three biggest bugbears with motivation and also my three favorite solutions. So just to recap, motivation is fleeting, motivation is weak, and motivation is feeling dependent. And the solutions to those are that you need to create habits that last a lifetime. You need to make sure that you need to learn to live with distractions, practicing on the small ones, and you need to make sure that you can validate and soothe your emotions rather than relying on motivation to carry you through those difficult times. So if any of that has hit home, feel free to send this podcast to a friend who might benefit from hearing it. Or as I said, if you do feel like you need any more help, just drop me a message and we'll see where we can take your journey. Thank you so much for listening. You've all been absolutely fantastic and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.